Hey everybody, welcome to Melman Podcast. My name is Zach Marzo. David Melman. David's here. As you can tell, it's just the two of us today, a little bit um, unconventional. Uh, normally we have you know guests on, we want to share local businesses, anybody who either works for someone or starts their own business, anybody that has some something positive to share in regards to business, lifestyle, growing, um, you know, just positive vibes is, is what we're all about. But what we wanted to do today was do a little question and answer uh, with David and myself, business related questions that, you know, many people ask um, or have asked in the past and just wanted to uh, give a little bit more uh, information in regards to some of these topics that, you know, we think that you guys would find helpful. Um, so wanted to jump right into that. And, you know, before we get started, a lot of times, you know, people will offer advice. Um, and, you know, your question is, well, you know, what, who, who are they? You know, what do they do? Should I listen to them? Because there's a lot of people that, you know, maybe give good advice, um, but haven't really maybe been there themselves. Or, and not to say that, that somebody that's just been there is the only person that has good advice, but it's always nice to talk to somebody that has the experience and has kind of been there, done that. And although Melman Law Group is four and a half years in now, correct me if I'm wrong, but four and a half years in, I've been with Melman Law Group for two, um, September 17th, two years uh, with Melman Law Group, very fast. Um, But, you know, just what I've seen in the last two years um, with growth uh, has been, you know, incredible. And I've learned a lot, uh, especially sharing an office with David, you know, we're nonstop. Um, and, uh, it's, it's just pretty cool to, uh, be a part of the growth we're having and just, uh, we're just getting started, you know, so to speak. So I wanted David just kind of share, um, you know, a little bit more about him and, um, a little bit more about his business with his wife, Marina Melman, who founded the firm, um, just to give you a little context before we jump into some of these questions. Sure. Thanks, Zach. You know, um, Marina Melman, the founder of the firm, I pretty much run the operations there, the day-to-day, um, you know, I call them burning out fires, whether it's that or, you know, negotiating or whatever needs to get done, I try to get done, um, making sure the team's good, they have everything they need, uh, making sure that they have every tool they need to be successful and to be able to do their job at the highest level they can do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, my background, I guess, born in Russia, um, we came here with not much to our name, um, you know, struggled in the beginning. Um, I, you know, I come from that background, you know, seeing, you know, people have things that you don't have and wanting those things. Um, but knowing that you have to work for them as well to get them. Um, so that's, you know, where my hunger might've came from. Um, fast forward years and years down the road, um, customer service background with whether it was bartending, serving to the, uh, sales background where I was doing, you know, international religious group travel sales for a couple of years, kind of taught me both sides to, uh, sell, but also, you know, you always have to have that level of customer service in business, you know, making sure the client is, is happy, making sure the team is good and the uh, morale is up. You know, you want to make sure um, you, you kind of can control your environment in a way where it's going to keep going forward. It's only going to, you know, excel and you try to eliminate headaches. Um, and when the headaches do come up, you have to be able to, re- you know, get rid of them, I guess, as fast as possible, but also in a way where um, the person that is causing the headache or the issue, they're happy too. you know, um, in every business, there's going to be an issue, whether it's something with the employees or something with the clients or with anybody, you know, with people you work with. So you got to be able to manage those issues and pretty much, you know, um, 
get rid of them. Like, that's it. Sure. Get rid of them and make sure they don't uh, come up again or you have a solution to how you fix it so it doesn't come up again in a way where everybody wins. You know, you don't have to um, take the whole deal every time. I'm a big believer of that. You know, spread the wealth, make sure everyone's happy, and then we continue to the next thing. I only want to manage as much as I can take on. I don't want to overextend myself or the team and lower the um, quality level because once the quality level is lowered, uh, I think the initial vision can disappear. You do have to adjust the way you conduct business, you know, in different tiers and different levels at where you're at. But I think the customer service and the quality uh, can't go down. And then when that does go down, it's sad. And a lot of businesses it goes down, you know, when they grow too fast or they expect way too much out of employees and they're balancing 17 things and they're working, you know, 14 hours a day. Um, so you have to be able to manage a team, know what they can handle, and also make sure your clients are always getting the best service possible. So that's what I did. You know, I make sure I come into work every day that everybody has what they need, whether it's a team, the clients, um, and I burn out fires when they exist. That's that's what I like to do. Sure. Um, and, you know, me, myself, obviously, I'm not a business owner, um, but I feel like since I've had a job, I've recognized, and David and I agree with this, and this is what the firm is based around, is just customer service and relationships. Every job I've ever had, it's really more about uh, how you portray yourself. Um, and if it's, you know, genuine, obviously, you know, there's no time to be phony because that comes out eventually. But the more you can connect with somebody, the better service you can provide, uh, the better off you will be. And um, it's been like that in every job that that I've ever had, um, just relating to people, providing customer service. The best brands in the world provide the best service. Um, Apple doesn't discount their products. Certain uh, Nordstrom when it comes to certain products there, you know, those tips, tip, tip, those brands and items and things they sell typically tend to be more expensive. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you continue to go back because the quality and the service, you know, is there. And, you know, the first you know, real question that I wanted to um, dive in and ask David was what his opinion on his recipe for success in business is not the, you know, the recipe, like there's just one cookie cutter approach, but you know, what do you think is the key ingredient to becoming successful, uh, or just having success in a, in a small business? Yeah. Great question. You got to ask yourself first, are you in it for the long run? Or are you in it for a short, quick score? Um, we're in it for the long run. You know, um, integrity is huge, uh, transparency, honesty, mm -hmm. um, and anything we do every day. Um, if you're in it for the short term, for the quick score, you might not say those three things. You want to, you know, quick, 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 let's get it going, you know, maximize on what you can at the moment, and then it goes away. So we got to be very um, caring to our to our clients, to our team, um, and making sure it's a great environment. You want to walk into work in a good environment where, you know, I get nobody wants to go to work. Like, I understand that. If you had a choice of going to work or being on the beach, you would be on the beach. But, you know, you got to walk into an environment where it's, it's a good environment. People want to be there. Um, the team members are supporting themselves. You know, uh, they know they're doing good, honest work. They're not doing shady shit, you know, where, um, you know, they're wondering what they're doing. If, is it right? Is it wrong? You know, um, that, you know, they give the, the clients the honest answer. Um, the people that we work with, we give them the honest answer, the honest payback. Um, and we just try to do good work every single day. And 
if it means that we have to overextend ourselves with, you know, um, whatever it may be, reductions or do things that we just don't want to do. But if it makes sense for the overall picture, we do it. Because the only thing that matters is the overall picture. And, and that's more important to me than one transaction and one a one-time thing. You know, we look at the overall picture a lot in everything we do. And I ask myself, if I do it this way now, can it help the long run? You always got to think ahead. You know, what you do today really will affect one year, three years, five years. We've had great experiences with people we work with that have opened up doors for us because of the way we work with them. So you never know who you're going to meet in any business. And I would say transparency and care and, and uh, you know, do it, do it the right way. Build the foundation strong. It's not a race, um, you know, to who can get on to the top right away, you know, build it strong, nice and steady, attack hard when the moments are there, you know, um, when the moments are not there, float, ride it, and then attack hard. Um, that's what I think. Yeah, for, for sure. Know? And with it, with, you know, that obviously the, the recipe, like you're talking integrity, trust, transparency, all kind of, you know, falls underneath the customer service kind of umbrella, right? If you're providing a customer service, you're being honest, you're being fair, you're acting with integrity, basically saying, hey, if you're going to walk away with, you know, more compensation than anybody here, any medical provider, attorney, it's following through with that. And doctors, if you say, hey, I'm not going to screw you guys over, you know, you have my word, you know, trust in it, you know, follow our flow here and, uh, you know, the way that we do things uh, and you follow through, it's you know, on a consistent basis, you know, it works. So that's, it is huge because not many people do what they say they're going to do, Um and, uh, you know, if you can just keep your word and you're, we're not saying we're not promising, you know, the stars here. Um, but at the end of the day, being realistic and just following through on your word, if you say you're going to call somebody, call them. If you say you're going to get back to somebody, get back to them. Like this isn't complicated stuff, but along with, you know, what the recipe for success is, obviously you have to have a good team behind um, any, you know, good, uh, good boss or good leadership. Um, and so I think, you know, a good question, two, two questions in one is, how do you find qualified team members to join the team? And with that, you know, what do you, what is, what makes up a good right. employee or a good team member? We don't even like to, you know, call everybody that works at Melman Law Group, you know, an employee or support staff, you know, we're all one team, right? Everybody has their own role. So, I mean, how do you find, you know, we've known each other um, for quite some time. Um, so the trust is there. Uh, and the ex, you know experience of just knowing each other is there, but other people that are just new. I mean, what do you what do you yeah. look for in somebody, and how do you find them? You know, my approach might be different than anybody else's. Mm -hmm. You know, people leverage Indeed, LinkedIn, and I've used I've used the platforms. You know, whatever it may be. Um, my first hire, our first hire, it was a blind hire. You know, blind interview process. We didn't know their background or anything like that, um, and that was that, and it worked out great. That person's still here. Um, Moving forward, I uh, I just I just like a sense that I want to be comfortable with them. Meaning, I have to have somehow interacted with them in the past. Um, I know that might be picky, but the team members that I have at the team now are pretty much the majority of them. I've interacted with them for somehow. I you know I sense the talent, and then when opportunity strikes, I can uh, I can bring them on. And that's typically how it worked out for almost everybody in the office. Um, they know somebody. Either I've interacted with them, 90% of them, or the 10% that I haven't, um, they've interacted with somebody that I've known, and they they vouch for them. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to hire blindly. Um, you know, we have a 
practice firm with under under 11 employees. So it's not like we have 50, 60, 100 employees. When you get to that kind of level, it's going to be hard to keep hiring people that you know. Mm-hmm. Almost impossible, I think. Sure. So you have to um, open up the doors more, maybe trust more. And uh, But for now, I'm going to do it this way because we're we're here now. Mm-hmm. You know, come time or you fast forward and might have 15, 20 employees, maybe I can still keep the same strategy. But that works for me. doesn't work for everybody. You know, I don't hire my friends typically or anything like that. But I've worked with Zach years ago, and I, I've seen, I saw the work hustle, um, and, and I saw the dedication to what he was doing, whether it was asking for a refill of something or, you know, selling something. Whatever it was, he cared, even if it wasn't his own. Sure. And I sense that. So, um, you know, I hire... Uh, I have to know you. That's how we. That's how I do yeah. it. I, I somehow know you, whether it's me personally or somebody else. And then at that point, you know, I trust my my judgment. You know, the resumes play a factor. Honestly, a small factor. I look at the piece of paper. A piece of paper tells me only so much. Um, I want to. I want to see you. I want to. Um, I want to feel who you are. Your energy. Um, you know your history. How long have you been somewhere? Do you jump around? You know, it's not a good thing for me. But you know, um, and then the second question, pretty much was. Well, you, I'll, let me jump in. You say, you know, there's a lot of things you look at that maybe a typical employer may not look at, like, you know, how much, how much families at home, you know, that depends if you have to support a family of six and you're hiring a position for $8 an hour, you know, that person might not last long because you know, they're not gonna be able to provide how far away do they live? You know, how long is their commute? You know, do they do what, what do they like? What do they not like breaking it down? to such a, a minute level to that, you know, atom level, so to speak, is what, you know, David kind of, um, you know, talks about, which is important because there are certain things you don't really think about. It's like, hey, are they qualified to do the job? Then let's bring them on. But not, you know, um, if are they are they primarily responsible for their single, are they a single mother? Are they a single father? Now there's going to be more uh, appointments to be, to be had, more time off of work, more stress, and all of these factors go into not finding the right person for Melman Law Group, but finding the right home for that person as well, because you want them to be happy. If they're not happy and you're investing time in them, they're not going to last long. You're just wasting your time and you're going to have to do it all over again with somebody else. Correct. They have to be happy. You know, so no, but you, you had answered it. I mean, where do you find qualified people? It's, you know, connections, you know, uh, Valentina, one of the legal assistants we have, she's incredible. You know, she was a connection through a lady that we had trusted, another attorney. Right. Um, so it was kind of like a direct connection, similar to how LinkedIn is. You know, it's like a first, second, or third connection. Sure. Um, so something there, but then you bring them in person. It's all the more reason for people that are listening, that are looking for a job, that your energy is everything. You know, you call a restaurant and the hostess is, has a half-ass attitude. It's like, you know, smile. You don't, you don't, you don't no one's forcing you to work. Immediately, so, you're out. Yeah, like literally. Im- immediately. Immediately. You know? And everywhere we go, Zach's with me all day. You know, Wendy, we wor- I worked with her for years before at a different practice, and uh, something happened um, out of anybody's control, and I had the opportunity to have her join. Um, Zach moved from Charlotte. Um, Steven, one of the attorneys, Marina went to school with him. Michael played poker with a guy, mm-hmm. you know, for years. Um, you know, Sienna was the first hire we had, and uh, that was a blind hire, and it worked out great. She does an excellent job. Um, and works hard every day. Right. So everybody I kind of know, but everywhere we go, I'm, we, we're actively looking to hire, you know, um, we can easily hire one or two people, um, but it's got to be the right person. And I sense it and I walk in, whether it's a restaurant, a store, mm-hmm. and I'm waiting for that great experience to be like, hey, 
do you want to change your life? Right. And when and, looking for know, somebody, it's like, how quickly do they reply? How uh, prompt are they with their response? What is their energy like? Even in an email, you know, is it, are there exclamation points of you can feel they're enthusiastic or do they call? Do they follow up? Do they call back after the interview? Do they send you an email? Thank you for your time. All these little things, they go a long way, you know, that, um, that you don't necessarily get taught in school, but it's just kind of the type of person that they are. But let's say that you find that awesome employee, they join a part of their team and the a biggest, a, a large part of, uh, continuing growth is retaining employees and incentivizing them to stay on the team. And you know, how does, I know how me personally, I mean, um, it, most time, most of the time people are incentivized by money, but a lot of times it's other things, you know, is it the, you know, are you incentivized by continuing to stay at work because there's not too much stress there? You're making, you know, you're making enough money where you're not stressing about paying your bills. Um, are there uh, benefits at work? Are your employers, you know, creating some sort of, you know, benefits, whether it's time off, vacation time, you know, bonuses, uh, are, are, are we doing events? Are we contributing, giving back to the community? All those things make an employee or a team member feel good about who they're working for. It's why we do, you know, the back to school supply drive this year was a little bit weird because of COVID and, you know, some kids are in school, some aren't, you know, it's kind of crazy, uh, and doing, you know, a, you know, a, uh, not a toy drive, but kind of, uh, uh, I'm thinking secret Santa, basically just giving back, you know, when it comes time to the holidays, we did something, um, last fall around Christmas time, uh, for, you know, just, um, underserved youth, which was incredible. Makes me feel good to be a part of a team that wants to do stuff like that. Like if all of, you know, profits and things were going to a brand new cars that everybody, you know, on, on the, uh, executive level we're driving and we're not doing anything for the community, you know, it sucks, right? You want to be a part of, uh, you know, something different, but I'll let you jump in and answer, you know, how you, what's your take on incentivizing people and how to keep them engaged? I mean, there's short-term and long-term, you know, incentives we offer at our, at our, at the firm. Um, there's probably four or five different ways to make extra money. Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to make it, make it. If you don't want to make it, then don't do it, you know? So um, providing so providing an opportunity to sure. make more, not just handing it over to them like, oh, it's the end sure. of the year, you get a bonus. But if you do X, Y, and Z and bring in some value to the business, you're you're you and Marina are not you're not reluctant to to help somebody and, and show sure. them that, you know, what their work is not going unnoticed. So that's yeah. number one is actually providing those avenues. I mean, work hard. Um, each department, whether it's pre-litigation or litigation, has goals to hit every single month. Um, we also have an overall goal for the whole year for the team. And, um, you know, it it, it just – the goals are there, whether it's the monthly things, the other little things that randomly come up, the, the yearly thing. They're there. It's just a matter of how hungry are you to uh, to do it. I have some people that are really hungry and they try really hard to do it. And I have others that are still hungry, but they're not as hungry as the other person. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. You know, um, if you're content with what you have, that, that that's it, you know. But we try to keep it short-term, 30-day incentives. We have um, sometimes weekly some stuff that goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a nice year one we offer. Um, but we got to keep them engaged because, you know, uh, one thing I learned is you cannot expect them to work as hard as you. Um, you can't. Because it's not theirs to that level, you know, and that's not a rude comment. It's just mm-hmm. you have to be able to understand that. And somebody once said, you know, how, how can you expect somebody else to love your kids as much as you love them? You can't. So, you know, consider the business your kid. 
And uh, how do you expect somebody else to love it as much as you? You can't. And if you expect them to, then I think you already lost mentally. And I, you know, I feel bad. But um, if you can understand that and accept that, then you can deal with some of the headaches that come in and the hiccups. But you got to keep them engaged, you know, um, monthly, biweekly, um, little things with the team, you know, team things are awesome. Um, and then yearly. So yeah. we, we, we try to do that. You know, we understand it's a job. We come in, we're coming to work. We're not coming to play. Mm-hmm. But there's playtime too. But, you you know, to create playtime, there has to be work time. Right. Yeah, for, for sure. And it's having fun as well. I mean, there's times to have fun. You know, David's birthday was um, – uh, two days ago now. Yeah, Jeez, that was, I a, it was actually yesterday. Yeah. Um, and we had a challenge in the office, some fitness challenge, a step challenge, which was really cool because, you know, the people in our office are competitive and, you know, it's always fun to shoot for something. But taking the time out of the day, having cake, celebrating, yes, we're itching to get back to it and get back to the grind, but it's also nice to take a breather for uh, 30 minutes and, you know, do something, have some laughs and then you know, get back to it, For sure. um, but not letting it get, you know, out of hand. Cause we talk about this all the time, but I want you to share, you know, what's the most irritating thing about managing a team, uh, whether it's from managing different personalities, employees, and this doesn't have to be specific to, you know, the firm, but just in general, for any employees or someone who works for somebody that's out there, yeah, you know what to stay away from. Like your boss is rec- probably is recognizing this now, and you're kind of clueless. Yeah, I mean, um, first of all, love our team. You know, we wouldn't be anywhere where we were if it wasn't for the team we have mm-hmm. and the commitment they show every single day. Um, but in general, I guess you can say um, negative energy. Mm-hmm. You know. It seeps. You smell it. It starts spreading. You know, gossiping. None of that shit. You mm-hmm. know, um, um, you know, gossiping. Negative energy. Um, people talking behind people's backs, which we don't. You know, we don't yeah. deal with that really. There. You know, no. we joke around. We we tease. Um, it's you know, like we're a small we're a work family. You know, but when it comes to legit harmful um, gossiping at a level of just disrespect, it doesn't exist. Sure. And I wouldn't um, let it happen. And whether it's the strongest employee doing it or the weakest, I wouldn't let it happen. Um, you know, just because somebody is really, really good at something or you have a prospect that you can hire that has great numbers on resumes and stuff, you bring that poisonous personality potentially if they are into your business, it can it can be a disaster. You know, um, you don't have to have the best of the best to have the you know, the best team mm-hmm. you can, you can create, you can create a culture and they can grow with you. And then you can, right. you can have the best team kind of like the Patriots do it. You know, they don't have the best players every year, but they mm-hmm. win. Um, but I think, um, you know, back to your question, you can't have any negative energy, um, on a daily basis. Everyone's life isn't perfect. We understand that. The biggest thing is when you walk into the office, whatever you're dealing with, you know, you got to try to leave it at home, especially if you're dealing with human beings on a hourly 15 minute basis. And especially in our business, our team is dealing with human beings that are not buying a hamburger or buying, you know, something on Amazon. They're hurt. So they're already not in the best scenario. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, and we have an amazing team that nurtures them, uh, cares about them, replies to them at 10 o'clock at night via email, text, um, is there for them, you know, because they know how hard it is for them. Mm-hmm. And so David doesn't ask, Marina doesn't ask, you know, to, you know, do the extras, right? I mean, sometimes, you know, the boss will come out and straight up say, you know, I need you to do this. If there's a phone call after, you know, do it. And they really don't ask. It's just more of if you're willing to take those extra, um, 
you know, duties on, you know, you get rewarded for it. But if you're not going to be willing to do that, then, you know, on the other side of that coin, um, you're not, you're rewarded as well, right? You're rewarded for, you know, the amount of effort and care and uh, work that you put in. There's no handouts. And I think, you know, going into like what a, I, I always think about like what a prospective employee, what are some, some values and, you know, what, what can I try to uh, embody as a, a prospective employee for anybody that's looking out there for a job, you know, how, how you can stand out. I think trust is, is a huge thing. Trust, loyalty, and honesty kind of from the beginning, because, you know, if, if you're working for um, someone like Marina and David, it's very important, right? If you, you know, if you're lying or cross them or, you know, just are not being honest, you know, it, it, it doesn't uh, typically work out. So one, you, you have to be able to um, be, be trustworthy. And if that comes from, hey, if did you, if they ask, hey, did you get this done? Yes, I got it done. Or did you make this mistake? Yeah, I made that mistake, but I'm not going to do it again. There's no time for, you know, run around and excuses. And no, I was, uh, you know, I was doing this when you were in the bathroom or when you were on your cell phone or, you know, all this other nonsense, you know, right. work is work. You got to have a little bit more of the old school mentality that, you know, uh, no one wants to work for anything anymore. And I'm watching Last Chance You on Netflix, which you have to watch. We didn't even talk about that, but it's just like uh, kids that are in junior college trying to get to a Division One program. Their grades are terrible. They're from poor neighborhoods, and the coach is all about, you know, the old school mentality. Just thinks that people are too soft these days. That everybody just expects and wants something, and they don't want to work for it. I think it's soft, and they in the. Uh, I think it might be greener on the other side. Yeah, you know, I see that. You know, with. You know, people, not art, you know, not us, just in general, I observe and um, we're at a restaurant and you see people complaining, like servers complaining or, or a table next to us complaining on their lunch break and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And remember, um, whatever that anybody posts on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, you know, it's not the whole picture. Don't, sure. don't be blind to that, you mm-hmm. know, uh, don't be blind to that image and that persona that they show you or, you know. Someone uh, said that, know, that, that your Instagram page or Facebook is like your greatest hits album. Sure. So if like a band yeah. had a greatest hits, that's what will be their Facebook page. Like yeah. some people will share the negative stuff, even though they might not want to. But the reality is, is it's rare. It's there's a, there's a lot more behind the curtains and um, you know, it, what you see. Sure. So. I mean, you walk into a room and you ask everybody, how, how is it going? Everyone's going to say it's going good. Right. Going well. Half of them can be dealing with the worst case scenario ever. And you're never going to hear how it's going. You know, how often has anybody ever answered that question? Like, it's actually really bad. Uh, my kid's sick. You know, my husband got laid off. Like, it's bad. Can I talk to you? It doesn't happen. So that question is so pointless. It makes yeah. me laugh. And it doesn't mean, you know? like, it, it doesn't mean when you're, when you're, you know, the leader of your team, your superior, whatever, says, hey, how are you, that you should just go into, yeah, you know, a, a, a long, you know, Story. expose of, uh, you know, how things are going. You got to sometimes fake it, you know, when you're going through hard times, whether you're having anxiety or you're stressed, you go to the bathroom, wash your face and, you know, shake it off because you got to, uh, you know, you just got, you get, you got to be tough, but you know, you, you know, you should also have a relationship with your, your superior to say, Hey, you, you know, you really want to know what's going on or, you know, you want to, you just want to hear what you want to hear. That could be at a closed door setting outside of work before or after, you know, and, and as an employer, they should care. Um, but if if it affects the work. That's mm-hmm. that's not a good thing. Right. If it affects the communications with clients and and the team members, that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. So you know, ask for a time um, to be heard and to, you know talk to them before work. You know, after work doesn't have to be right there. 
when you know everything's going to come together and then your mind shifts to another thing there's timing for everything yeah you know we used to have request offs come in all during the day Mm -hmm. people would ask for requests off like during the day i said dude before work or after like, work you or during your right lunch. Now. Right. You know, you're, I'm not paying you to request off and send me an email during the day. Yeah, that's you know, true. Because it, it's a distraction to the client. It's not mm-hmm. about the dollar or two I lost, whatever, right. you and, know. And this isn't, this yeah. is not our team. This is everybody I've sure. ever worked with of, you know, counting the minutes of the day, you know, counting your, your lunch break hours. It's, if you want, it's okay to do that, but then don't expect more from your boss or from your, the company you're working for. If you're not willing to bend over backwards, why, why are they going to bend over backwards? Correct. It's just, it's insane. It goes back to that entitlement attitude of like, you know, I'm going to do the least amount and expect the most. Yeah. And eventually, you know, you can get away with that for a month, two months, three months, and then a smart employer will catch on. You're out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can only squeeze by, you know, and hide behind the curtains for so long unless you're in a huge company and you're hiding and, you know, I don't know, maybe, you know, the senior manager. Right. But it can only, you can only get away with it for so long. So if right. you're going to be there, do the best, you know. Sure. Um, and, and if for years go by, a year goes by and 18 months goes by and nobody recognizes your talent that you're trying your ass off and you've had one review in two years and that's it. There is no incentive or anything, and you're not valued. Yeah, look, yeah, exactly. Then look, you know. It's time to look but if someone. you know that you're working for people that care about you daily, and your family, and the well-being of you, and are flexible with the timings and appointments and family, and you know, moving things around, and rarely the word no comes out, and the only reason they say they don't say no is because they know you're not going to abuse it because the word no can come out very easily. Sure. Um, you know, but if you have a team that respects you there, you're going to respect them. It's mutual. You can't just expect them to respect you only. You have to be able to respect them. They have families, you know, they have kids, things adjust, you know, they'll make up for it. And in, in the end of the day, does the job get done? Are their clients happy? Mm-hmm. Everything else will come together. Does the team work well together? That's the crucial thing, you know? Right. For sure, a hundred percent. You know, I think um, all of these all these topics are. You know, we, I mean, we could talk about them every day because they're just so real and relevant to the space that you know we're in. Um, but uh, you know, Melman Podcast is here to not only connect with the community, bring in cool people, talk to them about business, but it's also to kind of share the day to day real stuff that happens. You know, I, I'm no expert. I enjoy what I do. I enjoy working for someone else. I enjoy. Um, being a, a top performer or just being an awesome part of t- a team that's continuing to grow. And that's why, you know, I'm here. Anybody that's, um, you know, out there that knows somebody or works for somebody or you yourself as an entrepreneur, you work for one or you want to come in and kind of share your story, you know, we're, we're, we're all about the metro Atlanta area. It doesn't have to be Roswell specifically, you know, but anybody that has good energy and wants to, to join us, um, you know, all you have to do is, you know, shoot us a text or shoot us an email, reach out on our Facebook page, Instagram page, you know, you name it, even if it's the Melman Law Group page. But Melman Podcast is obviously, um, you know, just a separate avenue to connect with uh, the community and connect with, you know, anybody that's willing to listen. And, you know, we're, we're more than uh, happy to take suggestions or even talk about something, you know, that somebody may want to hear, um, you know, feel free to reach out. That's what, that's what it's for all sure. about. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. A um, couple of questions we just wanted to answer, you know, um, daily operations, things that come up, uh, teamwork, the team itself, the, the job in any job, not just this specific job, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of, a lot of uh, things go into, um, you know, somebody that's kind of, you, 
in, in charge, you can say, or whatever it is, leader, mm-hmm. um, that you don't see, like the 14 or 20 other things that aren't seen, you know, mm-hmm. um, that are on their mind while you're asking them a question that makes no sense. <laughs> or, you know, it just, you got to understand your surroundings and who you're dealing with as, as we need to understand them too. I will approach somebody a certain way in my office differently than I would approach a different person, sure. depending on how they react to certain things and how they are. You know, everyone has a different style. So understand the style you're in and who you're around.